Hey there, Steven. Hey there, Dustin. And hey there, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with Dustin and Steve, or for short, just WPH. This podcast is an irreverent look at the wedding photography industry and professional photography in general. That's what I was doing, Dustin. Like five seconds before we started the show, I was writing out a little script to say. Writing an intro? Yeah, yeah. So people know what they're getting themselves into. It's like, we are professional. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when they hear the beer can opening sound, they're going to know what they're getting into. It's something like but... this. Is that right? Pretty good. I knew I should have been a voice actor. That sounded so disgusting, Dustin. What are you doing with your mouth? I think it actually sounds something like this. Oh, that was actually really good. Uh, no, that's that clipped. That clipped. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave it in. Everybody's just going to hear the awful sound of the clip. It didn't clip on my end, but I have a really good audio set up over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think you know how audio recording works, but we're going to leave it because we're photographers, not professional yeah. audio recorders. Though we are kind of that because we also both do video work. Yeah, I mean, pretty much in case those of you are curious, Steve and I are just literally talking to each other on our iPhones, recording this on an iPhone. Uh, it's not your fancy schmancy setup. Just don't listen you know. to him. Don't listen to him, Boom Mikey. Boom he doesn't Mikey. mean those things about you. He's not calling you an iPhone, Boom Mikey. That's <laughs> that's what I named my mic. It's super, super original and creative, I know. Uh, mine's called Steve. Is that why you always got your mouth right up on it? <laughs> right up on it, baby. Speaking of that nice, beautiful, crisp, delightful can that you just opened, what might you be drinking this evening for the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast, Stephen? Show me the can. Show okay. me the can. I am drinking an Oak Street Porter by Byway Brewing. And this Oak Street Porter by Byway Brewing, can you guess what it is, Dustin? It's a great Indiana beer for a great Indiana man like me, Steve Van Elk. I feel like you buy, at this point in this podcast, you buy Indiana beer specifically so you can use that little line. Doesn't it? That's, that's my catchphrase. This is how that's, people are going to know me. When people think hashtag. about the wedding photo hangover, they're going to think, great Indiana beer, great Indiana man, Dustin. It's Dustin. Only they could see Steven sitting in his half-naked self with his backwards baseball cap. They would think, if that's a great Indiana man, I'm moving to Ohio. All right, Dustin, let's plow straight into this. Mm, How was your Thanksgiving? A little bit of follow-up after our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. I, first of all, want to take a second to apologize to the listeners and out you there should. in podcast land after I blatantly insulted Steven about them enduring his shitty ass audio. And then I forgot to plug in my microphone when we recorded. Oh gosh, doesn't that was the greatest moment ever for me in this podcast history. Yeah. It yep, was soak it, it in. It wasn't great when you said it because when you said it, you actually had your real mic turned on for our Skype Google Hangouts call, but you didn't have it turned on for some reason for your audacity at that point. So it was recorded poorly. So I didn't get that, that delicious ear treat until I was editing. And then I just busted up laughing. I immediately called Jen over. I was like, Jen, Jen, you got to listen to this. She came over. She laughed. Oh man, it's a great time. I'm glad I caused you so much delight over your Thanksgiving weekend. Um, but yeah, so moving forward, we will take extra special care to create the most professional sounding audio for you listeners out there because I know how we feel when people are, uh, you know, phoning it in on their audio, so to are speak. Are you going to put some other photographers who do podcasts on blast? Are you putting them on blast, Dustin? Putting them on blast. Who are you putting on blast this week, huh? Huh? Yep. Maybe. No? Who? So, oh, nope. You don't want to alienate anybody who might be on our show? <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Thanksgiving was good. It was all right. It was uh, nothing nothing spectacular. Um, I feel that, and maybe you can uh, give me your thoughts on this, Thanksgiving is sort of one of those things, just like any other holiday, as I get older, um, it changes a little bit each year. Mm -hmm. As far as, like, you don't feel that, like, super, like, close-knit tightness 
as like my cousins start to have kids and like my aunts and uncles don't really want to do anything. So it's sort of like you kind of show up, you eat and everyone's like, all right, we're done. It's not, it's not as fun as it once was, but I think that I'm, my wife tells me that's just like a coming of age thing. Your well, wife could be is wrong. 100% correct. It's difficult, man. Jen and I didn't even go to like the, the big family Thanksgiving this year for my family. It's at my yeah. aunt and uncle's house up in Michigan. And we skipped it this year because it was just, we we're, we were going to drive to Elkhart. We we're going to drive to Michigan. We we're going to drive back to Elkhart. We we're going to drive back to Noblesville. We we're going to drive to Muncie. Like it was just a lot of driving. So we decided to skip one thing and that's what we chose to skip. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm tr- like, I'm a planner by nature. And so mm-hmm. I'm constantly, like, I'm already thinking ahead to next year for Thanksgiving and like, how can we, like, we go to three Thanksgivings throughout the weekend and that's already cutting a couple out. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out how we can bring the stress levels down, especially since we're having a second child and uh, how we can maximize enjoyment. So Dustin, I don't, I don't know. know if your family's anything like my family, but that's what Jen and I did this year. We cut it down. We cut that one Thanksgiving out. So we were, instead of going to three, just two. Mm-hmm. And my entire family gave me so much crap. All day yeah. on Thanksgiving, I was getting texts saying, you're the worst uncle ever. You're a terrible human being. Uh, I wish I wasn't your niece. I wish I wasn't your nephew. It was terrible. Seriously? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of texts, but they were all from my siblings, not from my nieces and nephews. That would have been crazy. My straight up response to that would be like, well, you're really making me want to come next year. Oh, I mean, I went the next day for like the family that I grew up with, you know, that Thanksgiving, like just uh, my mom and my stepdad and then my siblings and stuff. Yeah. I was there for that. I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to skip out on that, you know, but like the big extended family thing, that's the one that's just like, we've already driven so far and now you're asking us to drive an hour and 15 minutes further. Like, uh, we just got to cut this out too much on the kids i know i know i'm waiting to see i'm waiting to see what happens i do wish sometimes that my family and my wife's family were more alike so that i could see a future where we someday have all of our families at our house no 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 no. yeah but our families are so different it's not about whether or not they're alike or different because like you can get along with people other than yourself it's about do you want to put like hey i'm going to take all the stress of being with my family and then i'm going to take all the stress of being with my in-laws and i'm going to instead of spreading that out over two days where it's like tolerable each day i'm going to mash it together into a mega ball of stress my family's not stressful a mega a mega butterball turkey of stress maybe and just really get it stuffed in one day total balls out craziness you're gonna you're gonna freak out you can't deal with that um no i don't i don't really get stressed so and neither one of our families really stress me out you'll be getting stressed when it's at your house yeah we do a christmas at our house for one side of our family and you're that that does stress me out a little yeah and i imagine for all the non-stress that you have in my family, I am the non-stressed one. And when I went to Sierra Leone with you last year, you were the non-stressed one, which made me extremely stressed out. And all I can I think is your wife has to just be going through so much stress because she has to compensate for all the stress you're not feeling. Stress is like a teeter-totter when you're in a relationship. Yeah, I don't, I don't get stressed, which is why I make a fantastic wedding photographer because <laughs> I feel zero anxiety on the wedding day most of the time. Smooth transition if you're trying to sell yourself. No, I'm not trying to sell To all of our listeners. Gosh, if we could just get through one episode without you trying to sell yourself to all of our listeners but by the way anybody out there who wants to support steve van elk a great (laughs) indiana man who drinks great indiana beer that's totally acceptable and cool doesn't jen and i stayed home on thanksgiving day like the actual day and we totally adulted Mm, i know i got the text messages We, we made our own turkey our own stuffing our own mashed potatoes oh man it was so good 
It was so good. And now we got all those leftovers and Thanksgiving leftovers were one of my favorite things when I was a kid. And then when we became like real adults, we stopped having leftovers because we didn't do like the Thanksgiving dinner at our house. It was always at like my mom's, my aunt and uncle's, my in-laws, you know? And so this year we just got all that turkey. We got stuffing. We got mashed potatoes. And it's like, this is my lunch for like the next two weeks. Maybe my family's more white trash than yours, but uh, my family after Thanksgiving, uh, they go out to their cars and they come back in and they all are bringing Tupperware up the wazoo and they're loading that Tupperware up. That's what we used to do when uh, my grandma was still okay enough to do Thanksgiving with us, um, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since my grandma was moved into a home and we do it at like my aunt and uncle's, that sort of thing doesn't happen anymore. Gotcha. So how was your Thanksgiving though, Stephen, other than your little adulting, adulterous Thanksgiving that you had? Yeah. Well, I mean, after all the adultery, um, <laughs> it was great. It was great to see my family. Um, it was great to see Jen's family. Had a lot of fun at both Thanksgivings. And Dustin, I got to tell you, I became an uncle twice again. Jeez. Twice? Yeah. Uh, By so, the same person? No. <laughs> my my sister-in-law had a baby uh, the day before Thanksgiving. And then actually just today, so not Thanksgiving, but just today, my little sister had a baby as well. And I am so incredibly happy. Oh, man, the uncle hat. So what does that put the Van Elk um, grandchild count up to? Oh, man. So one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. Holy cow. And there's another one coming uh, in winter slash spring of next year. Congrats. I didn't know you and Jen weren't expecting. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a surprise. You weren't oh, expecting oh, it. Oh, it's getting this just now from Jen upstairs. <laughs> she is pre Oh no. She is wanting Pringles. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, cool. All in all, Thanksgiving was good for you, decent for me. Now let's get to the real dirt, the real money. Mm. Uh the mm. day after Thanksgiving. Dustin, what did you buy on Black, Black Friday? Black Friday. Um, it's a great question. So I actually, uh, the weekend of Thanksgiving attempted to buy a house and, uh, it was that is auction. not something you do on a black Friday. That's not a black Friday deal. Houses, houses don't go on sale the day after Thanksgiving. I know. I know. And it was definitely not a deal. Some complete idiot bought it for twice what it was worth. Uh, so I did not get the house. Was it the super cool house that uh, is like all neo-modern? No, no. But this you should buy is, that one. Uh, this was a cool house, though. Um, this was for an investment property, not a, not for me to live in. And the super cool house that I was talking about is a house outside of Fort Wayne that was actually built by a famous architect, and it is super cool. We'll maybe drop yeah. a link to it in the show notes or something. It's it's worth checking out. Yeah, there's lots of cool houses here in Fort Wayne. No, just one. The land here is so cheap that really famous architects sometimes stop by, build a cool house, and leave. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Columbus, Indiana. That's where the cool architects go to build cool stuff. I So I was so upset about not getting this house that I did a little, uh, what do you call it? When you buy something after something sad happens, like a breakup. I have no idea. Like binge. You binge watch something on Netflix? So I came home and I bought a Sony A7R three. Oh, you're like, well, I didn't get the house, so I will take a quarter of the down payment for that house. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much. I'm just assuming it was a cheap house. I got a good deal on the camera. It was uh, retails for about 3300 bucks, I think, and I got it for like $2,900. Mm -hmm. So... It was sort of like a Black Friday deal, even though the camera's not even out yet. So you're waiting for the camera to come out so you can then purchase it. No, I per I've already purchased it. I pre-ordered Expl it. Explain to this, us this website that you found that you uh, showed to me. Uh, it's called Green Toe. It's also an app for your phones. Oh, I did not know it had an app. Oh, yes, it does, Dustin. I looked into it. Yeah, no, I've bought... Uh, several things through them. Uh, oftentimes I kick myself with my green toe. <laughs> um, 
when I forget to check this website. So what this website does is uh, it's a really interesting business concept. Um, I'm not really sure how they make money, but how it works is it's sort of like a um, reverse eBay for retailers. So you go on there and you submit like what I'm willing to pay for a certain item. And they have all kinds of different categories. Um, they just happen to have started in the photographic industry and they've now since branched off into other things as well. Um, and what they do is they are then sending that request out to all kinds of retailers. Um, Con artists. Typically that are... Um, I don't want to say mom and pop shops, but like you would meet them typically in an alleyway. They would open up a trench coat. They'd have a bunch of cameras on the inside of the trench coat with tags on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then that retailer has the opportunity to counter your offer or they can accept your bid. And if they accept your bid, then Green Toe immediately charges your credit card and, um, the beautiful part about it is uh, the price that you bid includes shipping and tax. So whatever you you know say you're willing to pay, that's the bottom line dollar. It's not like any bogus fees or anything um, after the fact. So it's sort of like kind of like the Uber of buying things, I think is sort of what they pioneered with this particular website. So I've used it to buy all of our video equipment and it saved me probably a couple thousand bucks this year alone. And yeah, it's been been great. Doesn't ever, I look at it like it doesn't ever hurt to try because what it does is it helps a retailer, you know, if they have an overstock of something, you know, that you might want, they might be willing to get rid of it for a pretty penny. So should you be using this service to buy new things that are coming out like you did? Or should you possibly be using it to buy things right when a new thing's announced that's going to replace it? They're trying to clear out their stock. Uh, probably the latter. Um, so I originally was buying uh, older Sony lenses and cameras. And with the coming announcement of a new Sony, people were trying to get rid of their stuff, which is why I was able to get my Sony camera that I already bought for a really great price on there and then I wasn't actually expecting to get a good deal on the a7r which is what I just bought but lo and behold someone sold it to me so nice. I wasn't gonna wasn't when I put in the price and a lot of times I'll do that when I'm like drinking and editing I'll go on there and I'm like ah oh, man I really like this Ooh, piece of gear now right now the details I find interesting what were you drinking uh tonight you're not drinking anything tonight. Uh, what were you drinking when you put in the offer on the Sony? Come on. Give us the I was deets. drinking Loganitas. That's what I got in my fridge right now. Wait, was it the little something-something? A little something-something, yeah. Did you, did you get a little something-something while you're buying a little something-something on that little something-something green toe website? I'm also trying to get through. My uh, m my family was here last week from out of town. That's why you needed that little something-something? And my mother's boyfriend left a crap ton of Budweiser's in my fridge. So I've been trying to work my way through those. Why don't you have me over? I'll drink all those Budweiser's for you. All them Budweiser's? Yeah. Steve doesn't turn his nose up at beers, Dustin. Oh, I'm not turning my nose up, but you go from a little sum-sum to Budweiser, it's a bit of a shock to the system. No, here's what you do. You get a little bourbon, you dump it in that Budweiser, make yourself a Boilermaker. <laughs> You're the only one I know that does that. I am not. No, there's no way I'm the only one you know who's ever done that. That mixes bourbon and beer? Hey, that's like a real thing. It's called a Boilermaker. I didn't go to Purdue. Anyways, um, so yeah. That's really the only photographic thing I bought over the holiday weekend that I can think of. Mm -hmm. um, how about you, Steve? You you went ahead and picked up something on the old Cyber Monday. What'd you get? Uh, on Cyber Monday? So you're, you're not going to do what you said you're going to do and give me a bunch of shit <laughs> about the fact that I said I wasn't going to do any shopping on Black Friday. Oh. And then I got oh, a bunch yeah. of Thank things Oh, thank you ordered. for reminding me of how I was going to ridicule you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. My memory, I don't hold grudges and hate in my heart, so it. Uh, I don't think to insult you right off the top of my head. 
It's always uh, the first thing on my mind when you talk to me. It's like, how can I work in an insult? I just really want to gut Dustin straight to the core like a fish. See, this is how we differ. I am this kind soul. I'm the fishmonger of insults. I know. I know you are. That's why... I don't know how you get business. But anyways. Um, well, certainly not from you recommending people to Steven, me. S- Steven. <laughs> Steven actually bought a new Canon 5D Mark IV and a new 35 millimeter lens, which I'm actually kind of jealous about the lens. That's been sitting in my Amazon cart for... Oh, Dustin, um, can I tell you something about that lens? What? It's our second Sigma 35mm f1.4. Why do you have two of them? Because it's both of our favorite lenses. <laughs> this is Jen's favorite lens, and it's my favorite lens. And there are so many times when we're going out like to do engagement shoots at the same time, or we're just shooting a wedding, and we both want to use that lens. And it's like, mm, only got one. So we, we had to remedy that, especially, you know, this next year, I've got a bunch of weddings lined up already. I need that 35. That's, that's my money maker. It's my money maker. I go 35, 50, 85. And then during the uh, ceremony, 70 to 200. No macro? Uh, for like a ring shot. Yeah. It's like one shot all day long. I'm going to use a hundred millimeter macro on. Yeah. Why don't you... we, we also bought a hundred millimeter <laughs> <The> macro. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You guys really dropped some. You gave me shit for spending three thousand on this camera, and so, anyways, back to my story. So, Steve, I was telling Steve how I bought this like Sony camera or whatever, and he was giving me shit about like how I said I wasn't going to buy anything on Black Friday, and then he starts sending me these pictures. I didn't ever give you any shit. You you said you were going to hey, buy stuff. Hey, I supported you. This is my you. story. This is I how I remember you one hundred percent. And he's sending me pictures of, hey, look what came in the mail today, 5D Mark IV. And then it's like, hey, look what came in the mail, uh, you know, Sigma 35. And then I'm like, wait, I thought you said you weren't going to be buying anything on Black Friday. And you gave me all this shit for buying stuff on Black Friday. And he's all like, oh, no, I bought this in. last week. And I'm like, so wait, you bought all this camera gear before Black Friday when it was all severely discounted. Uh, None of the things that we bought were severely discounted on Black Friday. We looked through all the Black Friday deals before buying it, and we found discounts that were available the week before that were either matching the Black Friday deals or that like were the Black Friday deals, but you could just buy them a week in advance because the stores were not really gearing up for Black Friday. Oh, so you got the free battery grip that everyone was offering with the Mark IV? Uh, that came in a bundle that you had to get like a, you had to get a lens I would never use in some other thing I would never want to use. And I didn't want to buy that. So I just bought the Mark four and I only so, paid. So what'd you get it for? What was this deal, Steven? Is a, I think it was 2,900. And, and what's the Mark it retail 4 for? Bundles were going for like 3,600 or something. I can find a battery grip for, that'll be less than the price of that, and I don't want the lens or the other thing. So, do you like battery grips? Off topic, but I do. Just curious. We use battery grips in all of our cameras, so that way you don't have right. to change out the uh, batteries on the day of the wedding. When we switched to the five D Mark Threes, it became you don't have to change out the battery on the day of the wedding, or for maybe the next two engagement shoots you do between <laughs> that wedding and your next wedding, because <laughs> their battery life was so much better. We had that happen where we shot a wedding last Saturday and we had like two engagement sessions the next day and I forgot to charge batteries. Um, I mean, I had extra batteries in my bag, but we were like shooting the engagement session and I was like, I need, I want to get through this, these, these sessions without changing batteries. It was like a mission for me. Sometimes I, I try to find those little things that cause me joy. So you just turned live view off on your cameras. Mm Mm-hmm. And we would constantly turn our camera off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've had to do that before. So did you get anything else, Steve? I'm learning all kinds of new things tonight. Dustin, yeah, you know I mm. did because I texted you about it on the day uh, when I, I bought it on Cyber Monday. I just want to know if it got sent back yet. <laughs> Cyber Monday. I have been looking at buying a drone for quite some time. And I found a deal on Cyber Monday for the DJI Mavic Pro, which is the re- drone that re- I wanted. Refurbished, right? No, I didn't end up getting the refurbished one. I know, but let's out. talk about that one first, Steve. 
So I was going to buy a refurbished one for $6.99, but it was sold out when I went to buy it. Like literally <laughs> I was putting in my credit card information, clicked OK, and it was like, oh, we just sold the last one because there's only two left when I started the enter my info, which is very frustrating. But then I found a deal on Target through a website called slickdeals.net, which is also an iPhone app and Android app you can download. I like how you found that deal through Slick Deals, but like... Kryn and I were both emailed that same like thing from Target that morning. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't subscribe to Target or any other sort of stores. I unsubscribe as soon as I buy something from something like that. Mm. Um, That's weird because I always put your email address in whenever I'm subscribing to. Something. That explains so much shit. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I've been getting so much junk mail recently. Yep, you put in giant swinging balls at gmail.com <laughs> every time giant swinging balls 69 at gmail.com oh that's not me no oh, i'm good oh. all right yeah. Yeah. i mean either you could look at that i got in there before the guy i who put the 69 or i really wanted that 69 i just didn't make it in time so i had to settle for just giant swinging balls <laughs> you're the original uh yeah so anyway yeah, uh, slickdeals.net is where I go when I'm looking for deals all year round, not just around Black Friday. And it's like a it's like a Reddit for deals. People just Slick post deals. the best deals and people vote them up and you can see them. So mm. if you're looking for a deal, no matter what time of year it is, that is where you should go. You'll find the best deals there. Sounds good. From my experience. But I didn't know about this green toe. Yeah, I've used it for several things, man. You should... I figured My, when you told me the name that like maybe you were confused and it was really a gardening uh, website for double amputees, double arm amputees. Yeah, I don't know where they came up with the name. Yeah, it just seems so weird. <laughs> gardening site. I just picked that joke up. Because <laughs> a uh, green thumb. I know. I just, it all clicked there and I'm a little slow tonight. Clickety, clickety, clack. There you go. Mm, getting you back yep. on track. Mm-mm, you're a poet. Let's not digress. Let's progress. Come on. So let's, you you want to talk about what else Dustin bought? Mm-hmm. Kind of this uh, week. I wants to know. You already showed mm. it to me, but I think the listeners want to know. Uh, I can't even show Dustin them. I want to show them. On. That's how proud I am of this. But you can D- snap a photo of it with your brand new Sony camera when that comes in, and when you can post it to the Instagram. And uh, unless the photo is taken with your brand new Sony camera, I don't want to see it. So yours truly, Dustin, your favorite host of this podcast. DJ D Mac Attack. Finally, after months of waiting, uh, finally got my sweet, sweet hands on a iPhone X. iPhone 10. um, Silver edition. So yeah. And I say silver edition like that somehow is a better version of any other version of the iPhone X. And I'll leave that up to you to decide... If it is or isn't. Mm, are you going to leave it up to us to make that decision, Dustin? Is it or isn't it? Mm. Ooh, I don't know. I'm Yogi Bear. You're Nancy the one who's using that voice. I know. I was imitating you. <laughs> Anyways. Imitating me for how you knew I was about to imitate you. Yep. That's how forward thinking I am, Steve. Progress. Progress. Um, but yeah, next week, tune in because we're going to do a deep dive on the iPhone X. Deep, deep dive. Open up your eyes. Open up your eyes and put X's. Anyways, um, but yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited to take this thing out for a spin, snap some photos. I already did a little video work with it uh, today um, during our shoot that we had and just like some behind the scenes stuff. And I was like really blown away. Did you download that app, Focus? I have not. F-O-C-O-S. It allows you to look at the depth information. It took pretty much all day just from my apps I already had to download onto the phone. Okay. I'm going to tell you about this app. Uh, Some of my friends have been using it. It's real cool. F-O-C-O-S. Focos. Focos. Focus. It allows you to go in and take the uh, focus data and manipulate it in post. I think uh, yeah. Sammy Heard was talking about that. Sammy, Sammy, Heard. Sammy Heard. Yeah, I think I heard him talk about that. Yeah. Um, so it also, like, it'll show you, like, a build-out, like, view from the side, and it'll place, like, all the different parts of your image on the build-out view. 
or something, or maybe that's just a marketing thing that I've seen for it, but it looks like a super cool app. And uh, Sam Herb was posting about it and said people couldn't tell, the only people who could tell the difference between his Focus and his Nikon uh, were people who thought that the iPhone with the Focus app was the Nikon because he had used it to make the background bokeh so, so creamy, as you like to say. I could tell, all, like, when I saw his post on Instagram, and I could tell completely oh, which one. really, Eagle Eye? Mm, tell me more about this. Well, I mean, I could tell... I believe Sam heard over you. I could... So, remind me, which one was the iPhone, and which one was it? I don't have it in front of me. Oh, I'm so not I'm looking at it. I just remember what he wrote. <laughs> That's all well, on the, Facebook. I could tell less... Base, I don't base that on Boca, since technology is kind of taking the Boca train down to Playtown. I base it on edge detection. I have edge detection as well as skin tone. Yeah. Yeah. Typically like the ones you were sending me from your old iPhone before you got the iPhone X mm -hmm. of Charlie, it was always like around her hair, there were things that sh were in focus that shouldn't have been and things out of focus that shouldn't be because the edge detection just isn't that fine grained yet. Mm -hmm. And it would just like, it would look off. And then if I zoomed in, it would be like, oh, that's why it looked off. Yep. Uh, I have all these fun things I want to tell you about the iPhone that I've just kind of been little nuggets, but I'll save it. I'm going to save it. Little um, nuggets. Um, so enough enough iPhone Mac talk. Let's take this Mac talk in another direction. Apple talk, I believe is what you meant to say. But yeah, we're going to talk about the, the Mac now. Uh, so this week there was a bug people found in High Sierra, which I've updated my Mac to. Dustin, you've not updated your Mac to High Sierra, have you? I, I'm, I, I'm a strong believer in like the do not do drugs philosophy. And so I keep my Sierra nice and grounded. We don't need to get high for Sierra to run just, just fine. But when, when the Sierra has got that sweet, sweet doja... You know, you know it's going to be running so much better. It's going to be showing you stuff that's just out of this world. Your your sober mind can't even wrap your your head around it. See, but Mike, I'm looking with my third eye into a different dimension of of being when I look at my laptop. Where are you looking right now? Right now, I'm looking at a beautiful bride and groom because I'm calling their wedding. Could you take this podcast seriously? Uh, nope. Gosh. Why don't you outsource that, Colleen? I actually thought about outsourcing this podcast, but here we are. <laughs> That'd probably make your life a lot better. <laughs> don't talk to Steve for an hour a week. Oh, my life has improved so much. <laughs> Nobody's constantly making fun of me. It's okay. It's good for my self-esteem. So there was a, a bug found in Max this week. It's already been fixed, but it was... Um, so if you're on High Sierra and you haven't updated, you need to do that as soon as possible. But yeah, um, I wondered, my computer was dinging like crazy this morning with updates. Yeah, they really pushed it. Um, they were actually going to force it on people who are on High Sierra already. They're going to force their computer, if it's connected to Wi-Fi, to download and install. It didn't require a restart to do it. So mm. it, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty mandatory, though. Um, the bug allowed people to have administrative access to your computer it's like a root level admin and you can enable it and disable it and um what it was going on is just anybody could access that root admin thing whether or not you enabled or disabled it so to get rid of the uh negative effects of somebody taking over your computer and doing whatever they wanted with it you had to go in enable your root admin and then put a password on it to password protect it okay i just wanted to bring this up because i've just got this general feeling of becoming more and more disappointed with Macs recently. It just seems like there's been so many more problems. Like people were saying even before this bug was discovered not to update to High Sierra because there were so many bugs with it. That's why I didn't update to High Sierra. And this is something I have not discovered with Macs in the past. Like I switched over from Windows PCs to Macs because there were so many fewer problems with Macs. And now I'm just getting to that point where I'm kind of regretting it because it just feels like it feels like I made a trade off and I sacrificed being able to get things on and off my computer easily, having like a ton of ports that I wanted on my computer, uh, cheaper priced hardware, stuff like that. 
so I could have this Mac because it was supposed to be so much better. It wasn't supposed to have viruses. It wasn't supposed to have problems. Everything was supposed to be so easy. You just go to the app store, boom, you're done. And it just doesn't feel like that experience is still there. It just feels like every, every year it becomes more complicated and things break more. And I don't know, I haven't used a Windows PC in a long time. So that hellhole could be 10 times worse than when I left it. And it could be, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred times worse than the Macs are now, or it could be better. I don't know, but just generally frustrated. I don't think the STD that is Windows-based computers has... Uh, no, no, you know, no, no. There's the pill- STDs there's... are the things they can track when you go yeah, on the there's, internet. There's pills for it, Steve, but it doesn't ever go away. Oh, so it's genital warts <laughs> yeah. on your Windows PC. Ask Gateway how they're doing. You need you need to use protection when you're on the internet. Now that they've fixed this bug, maybe I'll update to High Sierra. <laughs> I mean, other than the bug, I've loved updating to High Sierra. The reason I updated when I did is I had videos and photos on my iPhone because I updated updated to the newest iOS when it came out that were mm. in H.265 and uh, photos that were Heath and Sierra cannot... Photos that were what? I'm Heath, sorry? instead of JPEG, the new uh, file format for photos. H-E-I-C. What is it? Is that like live photos? Why is it not JPEG? Uh, it's all photos if you turn it on in settings um, and it's uh, better compression, like less artifacting, less all that kind of stuff than JPEG. So a higher quality photo and it takes up less space. I don't like it. No, it's better, Dustin. Mm. The old begrudging man in me is like, mm. it's still it's still lossy compression, just like a JPEG, but it's better than a JPEG. But anyway, I try to like edit videos and stuff together of my family, and I do that in Final Cut Pro X, and uh, I couldn't do that because my Mac couldn't recognize H.265 and Heath yet because I hadn't upgraded. Maybe it's Heath with an F. I don't know. I'm not an Apple genius. I can tell. But that that's why I upgraded, and that's been great. Uh, switching my hard drive from HFS Plus to APFS, which is the new format for your hard drive if you upgrade. I didn't even notice it happening. Wait, say that, say that again? Your Mac is on HFS plus that's the h that's the way your hard drive is formatted i thought it was mac os journaled is that the same thing yeah uh when you upgrade it'll switch over to apfs so do i have to upgrade all of my drives do you realize i have no your drive your mac can still read hfs plus but wouldn't it be smart to upgrade them all don't know about that bud i'm all about efficiency um all i can say is that upgrading my computer from hfs plus to apfs i didn't even know it happened i just when my computer booted back up i checked it out in disk utility and i was like like, oh, you're on the new one. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I didn't lose any information. How can it reformat your drive with all your data on it? Yeah, this is why it's so awesome. You know, your iPhone actually already did this because your iPhone used to be HFS plus. And then when you updated to iOS 10, I think it was, it switched over to APFS. Well, technically my iPhone came with it like that. Oh, your iPhone X. Yeah, it came with it. Oh, okay. okay. Great. So glad you gave us that bit of information. You money bag asshole. Scrooge McDuck over there. Scrooge McDuck. I'm just Donald Duck over here with uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, which I guess is my wife and kids. I don't know. This, this got really weird, this metaphor. On an off topic, taking things back just like two clicks. Two clicks. Um, maybe instead of buying all that camera gear... Or in addition to, maybe you should have bought another computer. Not not before the end of this year. They had a Cyber Monday deal on MacBook Pros. Going to happen sometime in the next year. It just hasn't happened yet. I'm actually sitting right now in front of my 2008 Mac Pro with its cinema display. Yeah, I know. And I, in front of that, have a 2011 MacBook Pro propped up on several books, so it's the right height for this for this uh, video call with Dustin. Whereas I, folks, am sitting in front of a beautiful, beautiful 27-inch iMac from Circa... How old is this iMac? Don't pretend like you don't oh, It's know. not like the... Uh, it's only, it says late 2014, but it's the new Retina 5K one. See, Jen and I bought a new laptop for her at the beginning of the year, and I don't know that we can afford to buy a new laptop for me, especially not now that we've bought a new camera, two new lenses, and a drone. Yeah, so how many Mark IVs does that put you guys up to? Just one. Oh, your others were Mark Threes. Yeah. So we have a Mark IV, two Mark Threes, a Mark II, and then a 70. Well, I'm curious. Next week, you'll have to do a little review of the Mark IV compared to the Mark III. Um, no. 
you can just look at like a million other websites. Yeah, but Steve, you bring a whole je ne sais quoi to your reviews. Do you know what that means? Most people don't have. So I'm what, no no. Let's backtrack. Steve, what does Steve? je ne sais quoi mean? It's uh, French for you know. French for what? You know. It's French for you know. Is it? Could it? Should it? Would it? I don't know. I forgot to have my phone up with Google Translate so I could just translate on the fly what you were saying. Mm. It probably would have been like gibberish, 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 thinks he's speaking French gibberish. Mm. If only you knew. Um, speaking of smartphones and iPhones um, and Dustin having the sexiest one on the earth right this moment. I don't know, dude. Um, I've seen some of those Samsung phones and no, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are we kidding? Um, so Steve put in the show notes this week that are smartphones ruining the next generation of photographers, which is some stupid thing I saw online like four months ago and I added to the show notes and we never talked about it. And eventually I deleted the link to the article. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad we have a reference point for this topic, but it, it is an interesting topic. I mean, I I know Steve and I have talked about this in length. Um, I think it was actually just a few episodes ago. Uh, we talked about how going when we go on vacation now, we don't even bring a camera uh, because iPhones have just gotten so freakishly good. Mm-hmm. So, but to answer your question, like I still think I think we're w- quite a ways off from it replacing a DSLR. Um, so did you have any points you wanted to elaborate on this topic, Stephen? When I see something like this, I just think of Betteridge's law, uh, which states that any headline that ends in a question mark can be answered by the word no. Okay. And that's what I think of when I see stuff like, are smartphones ruining a generation of new photographers? The answer is always no to a question like that. If anything, it's enabling a generation of people to, you know, largely teens and kids to get into photography. I cannot tell you how many people I've met who have bought DSLRs because they really got into using Instagram on their iPhone or their Android phone and wanted to up their game. Yeah. I have not met very many people who have been like, well, I got rid of my DSLR because of my iPhone. I've met a lot of people say they don't use it as much, but when they want like a really nice, really good photo, they still up to a DSLR. They, they want those interchangeable lenses, that kind of stuff. Want that that mm-hmm. crystal clear tack sharp focus. They want that Sony. Yeah. Or Canon or Nikon as you use. Or that Sony. Are you, are you selling all your uh, Nikon stuff to go full in on the Sony once you get it? Uh, we will talk about that in a couple weeks. After you get it? Got it. Got to see how it how it is first. Um, oh, I'm thinking I might sell all of my camera stuff and just go full in on the DJI Mavic Pro. There you go. There you go. I'm going to do all top-down shots. You know, uh, a few episodes ago when we were talking about drones, I pitched my idea for a styled shoot. This is going to be all Mario-themed. Mm, I love it. <laughs> all top-down side-scroller. Uh, what did I say? Mario and Princess Peach are getting married. Uh, Toad is officiating the wedding. Uh, Luigi's the best man, of course. Princess Daisy's maid of honor, of course. Um, Bowser's the guy who stands up when they ask if there's anybody who objects. I love it, but I don't know if I love it enough to talk about it again. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to help me out with that shoot though, right? Yeah. Anytime, Steve. Anytime. (laughs) Anytime. We want to make this terrible idea happen. Anytime you want to dress up like Mario and Jen wants to dress up like Peach, I'm happy to... Oh, oh, you want to be the one who takes all the photos and gets all the glory. I see how it is. Yeah, that's kind of how I roll. Um, Also, something fun and exciting Steve and I want to put together for you guys, but we want your help doing this, is we want to put together the 2017, the annual Wedding Photo Hangover Gift giving guide for photographers. Uh, So what this would be is, uh, let's be honest, photographers are not always the easiest people to buy for. I can say this coming from my wife, everything I want is north of $1,000 typically. Um, So we want to put together a gift guide that you could give to loved ones uh, that won't break the bank. So this is not your 1DXs, this is not your Red Epics, your new iPhones, whatever. This would be something within that reasonable price tag. So it's going to be a lot of young Nuo gear. 
<laughs> That's a good point. Um, so if there's anything you guys have noticed uh, when buying for yourself or for someone else um, and you'd like to drop a Instagram DM into our mailbox um, or Facebook or whatever, um, shoot us your, your ideas and we're going to compile a list. We're going to share it both on the podcast and on social media. And uh, it'll be great. It'll be good. It'll be helping a community of people that are struggling with what the heck do I want for myself because I'm a selfish asshole that only cares about me. First up on that list uh, is going to be what I bombarded Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with today, sent to us by Mr. Louis Novak himself. He found a great book called Penny the Christmas Pickle. And if you uh, go to our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, uh, that'll give you some insight into when we record these episodes. It's uh, Wednesday right now, and the is episode it? will drop on Sunday. Is it? Yeah, it is. Um, on one of the pages of Penny the Christmas Pickle, it shows a kid holding a pickle and trying to kiss the pickle. That mm. is the most disturbing thing I think I've ever seen. And I cannot thank Louis Novak enough for sending it to us. These images will be burned into my eyeballs for the rest of my life, and I will regret it every single day. But I also chuckled a little bit. I think that's worth something. I don't know what we do without dedicated listeners like Louis Novak. Also want to thank um, listener, uh, I believe it's Jack Wood, Woods? Jack Wood. Jack Wood. want to thank him for his continued support of the Wedding Photo Hangover podcast. And even though he offered such a generous surprise gift from b and I, I want to tell him that at this time, I don't have the wall space uh, for his gift, but I do appreciate his thoughtfulness. Wait, 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 what what was that gift? That's okay, Steve. I just this is between this is between Jack and I. What, what was it? Wait, what was the surprise package? Hmm? What was the surprise package? It's a surprise package between Jack and I. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Jack threatened to print off an actual dick pic. <laughs> and send it to Dustin. And I told Jack I would give him Dustin's address if he could make that happen. Um, <laughs> but why was he going to do that to you? What did you say that was so incendiary? I, I said how much I loved his name. And then you talked about how your wife might be related to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nothing incendiary. Oh, oh, it's because you were picking favorites in one of the last episodes. And uh, I'd like to reiterate that uh, Papa Steve here does not pick any favorites. He loves all of you listeners the exact same. Oh, I see. So yeah, send us your gift ideas. Jack, you too. Send us your gift ideas. Or just send us in a giant dick pic. And that will bring us to our newest new segment. Uh, questions, answers, oh questions, gosh. answers. We've introduced new segments since introducing questions and answers. Nope. This is the newest, newest of the new. I hate this so much. We need to shut this podcast down the next time you do that. All right. Let me read this first one to you, Steve. No, no, no. I'm going to make you do the podcast forever next time you do it. Oh, you're going to read one of the questions. I'm going to read because you actually provided them to me. I've done that before. Caddy? I'm uh, thinking... You're going to have to... This is a really long question, so you're going to have to kind of just like shape it. Mold it, mm. make it your own, mm. uh, throw out the extraneous it. parts. Caddy from Facebook. Uh, I have a client uh, for a session that requested that I manipulate, edit, change something, her dress, because it was windy and it blew around, blew up, whatever. Uh, I like she says blowing up. That's how it was written. A it blew, blew up, up her dress. A bomb went off under that dress. Uh, typically, Damn, she'd she be was happy. looking good in that dress. It like mm, a bomb mm, went mm. off. Typically, she'd be happy to do this for an additional fee. Unfortunately, she had not added that clause to her contract at the time of signing. So, the question this Facebook user poses is, should I suck it up and edit it? Or, wait for it, Take it as a lesson learned in business and state that I'm happy to do it for an additional fee. FYI, this is not a client I ever plan on working with again, which I don't know why she felt the need to add that. Um, that's like saying, FYI, I hate this client. I feel like anytime you take to the internet to say, oh, this terrible thing just happened with a client, 
that you don't have to state this is a client I never plan to work with again. It is implied in the fact that you went to the internet because what they were asking you to do was so horrible. You felt like you needed other people to back you up or maybe to hold you back. Yo, 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 caddy, caddy. No, 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 no. Don't unleash yourself on her caddy. Don't unleash yourself. What's uh, Steve Van Elk's policy on editing? What's uh, what's your go-to? Do you guys have something in the contract? Uh, if someone's like, hey, I want my hand moved out of my pocket for that photo. We do have something in our contract. If it's something they're asking for that is not something that was, let's say, problematic, like they just were unhappy with their face for some reason. Mm, God gave it to them. And it's like, your face looks like that in every photo. They're like, but in this one photo, it doesn't. So could you Photoshop my face from this one photo into every other single photo? Absolutely. Uh, We would first try to talk them out of that because it's a terrible idea. But we also have a contract. In our contract, we have a clause about um, extraneous edits like that. Uh, but if it's something where we look at it and we're just like, that's that's on me. That's not on the client. Like, that that was on me. We'll try to fix it before they ever see it. You know, like if you were doing a shot and, like, you caught something in the background that you really should have known was there. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's just, like, a dude walking through the background just butt naked and... Uh, you just snap those pictures anyway, you know? All the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Dustin does walk through the background of my portrait sessions naked all the time. It's, I uh, find great joy in that. Very disquieting for the couples that I work with. But, uh, you know, I've taught them just to move on, just to uh, go with it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we just ran into this the other night. Um, well, because flip the script um script is flipped oh my gosh down. flip script what um kind of like backtracking a bit to our black friday talk uh we actually ran our own black friday sale because we wanted in on that sweet sweet green whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you ran a black friday sale yeah Dustin, buddy you are supposed to as a small business wait for small business saturday and run your deals then do you not know anything about the business world? Good thing. Obviously, Steve, as our listeners know, he tends not to let me finish my stories because I would have gone on to say we had technical difficulties and we couldn't run our sale on Friday. <laughs> so we couldn't end up running it till Saturday. Anyways. But you didn't even know Small Business Saturday was a thing that exists and that like people in your community probably rally around and look forward to as they try to support local businesses? Uh, Nope. I mean, I did know about that from those few boutiques that have posted about it on Facebook or Instagram, but I don't really think anyone takes that shit seriously. But I think everybody just wants to save a buck that weekend. Yeah, and they're willing to save a buck on Saturday if you let them know in advance you got a deal coming on Small Business Saturday. But we run our sale from Friday all the way to Cyber Monday. So oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so we do a big print sale. It's like 50% off prints if they spend a certain amount and um, which is like our biggest sale of the year. And we had one client contact us to do some extraneous editing. Nothing, nothing too bad. Um, Just some head swapping and some, you know, face reconstruction. But um, yeah, we went ahead. It was a huge print order. So I said, you know, for this like giant one, that's going to go above your fireplace. I will absolutely do it with no charge for the editing. What I would say is, Caddy, uh, suck it up. If you made enough off the session, don't worry about it. Just edit it. Make your client happy. And if you don't have the time that you feel you want to mess around with it, send it off to Bespoke Tone. Oh, thanks, Dustin. Who's a sponsor of this podcast. Still waiting for those sponsorship checks to roll in. Uh, They come in every week when Bespoke Tone edits the podcast for you. (laughs) I thought Jose did that. Anyways, question number two. Oh, you're going to read two questions? I know. I'm on a roll, Steven. Okay, but I call the last one. I know. I figured you would. (laughs) Christina from Facebook. What's the best place to get USB drives for wedding photos? Preferably one where I can give them, or sorry, I screwed that all up. 
Preferably one where she can get their names engraved on them. Okay, I'm going to tell you how to do this, Dustin. What you first need to do is procure a TARDIS, which is a time and relative dimension in space. Um, mm-hmm. And you're going to need to procure that TARDIS. You're going to need to jump in that TARDIS. And you're going to need to travel back in time about five to ten years to a point in time when USB drives were a relevant way, relevant way to actually send stuff to your clients. Um, so that you don't look like an old-timey, old-fashioned idiot. Yes, uh, for people at home, Dustin just held up a bunch of USB drives in front of the camera and then sprinkled them like so much rain all down on his keyboard. And you know why he's doing that? Because they're so out of fashion and out of date that he can't send those to his clients anymore because he'd look like he was operating a business out of the 19th century. Yeah, but I would to... I don't know. Did you put out your shingle in front of your business, Dustin? We've had we've had this conversation before. We're still it's so hard though, like to be honest with you, when someone's dropping thousands of dollars on you and at the end of the day for you to hand them nothing uh other than like a intangible email link. I just I feel like I, I in my right mind I can't do that. I have to give them something. Give them a hug. But we, but, but we both know you suck at that. So don't touch your cheek to their cheek. <laughs> Give them just a normal normal ass hug. Just just, just an ass hug. Yep, just, that's what know, Steve gives. Don't don't go in one handed. Both, both palms around their butt and pull them in tight. Uh, especially if the person is shorter than you. Don't don't like pull them a little bit into you uh, as would be like normal because that's what a hug is. Mm. Um, just do like the robot arm quick two to three taps mm. on the back. Mm-mm. Yep, that'll get it done. So, Christina, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. Oh, hey there, Christina. If you're listening. So we used to do the custom USB drives through WHCC, White House Custom Color. And we decided those were like 20 bucks, way too expensive. So we use a company now called uh, USB Memory Direct, I believe. And we... uh, well, shoot, you just missed it because they they run an amazing Black Friday sale. They do, it's like buy one, get one free or something close to that. And so we load up around this time each year um, for the following year. But I think we're going to, after next year, once our current stock runs out of USB drives, because I ordered like 200 of them, I think we're going to switch to a digital delivery system. Oh, oh! so you're planning to switch to a digital delivery system because you realize that USB drives are the way of the past, not the way of the future, like Leonardo DiCaprio, the aviator. I'm going to keep bringing that movie up till you watch it. I'm never going to watch it. So. No! Um, but okay, yeah, it's not so, that good. Yeah. You can get them any, pretty much any of the big print houses in the country do the custom USB drives with their name on them. Uh, we got some cool ones done through, I want to say, White House, I believe, um, for our video brand that are pretty, pretty stellar. But if you're going to, if you're doing a lot of sessions or events or whatever, and you want a bunch, you should just screw putting your client's name on them and put your own branding on them and then buy them in bulk like we do. They're like, I don't know, six, seven bucks a piece for the eight gigs. Uh, You can get them even cheaper if you only print on one side. Now, Dustin, when you go to buy these, do you have to have a handlebar mustache? Uh, Nope, but you have to have glasses. Do you have to have a prospector's tool? Um, Yeah, Steve. Hmm? What? Do you have to talk in a voice like this so they'll understand you? That was sort of Southern. Is a prospector. (laughs) He's He's panning for gold. Uh, Win on Facebook groups asks, how do you capture the fastest moment? I'm a beginner in photography. I am a beginner in photography, and I want to capture the fastest of moments. Sorry, I stumbled, dude. I stumbled. I've uh, I've been drinking this uh, Byway Brewing Oak Street Porter. It's uh, it's like 6% alcohol by volume. I'm stumbling. Byway or the highway? <laughs> I want to capture the fastest moments. Yeah, he's not necessarily talking about weddings. He's talking about all sorts of photography. I want to capture the fastest. Uh, so just up your shutter speed. All right, next question. I don't know if that's what he's talking about, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's talking about, like, I want to capture dancing. I want to capture someone riding a bike. I want to go to a football game. What is the fastest moment you can think of? Uh, having a baby. Have you had a baby? Yeah, 
every other Thursday after I have a burrito. <laughs> that is not the same thing. And also, that is not very fast either. <laughs> Maybe for you. Could he be asking about the fastest moments? Maybe like riding in a car as it says to land speed record, breaking that sound barrier. How do you capture that, Dustin? Mm, phantom. GoPros on the front, GoPros on the back. Phantom can't keep up with a car breaking the land speed sound barrier. Mm. Ah, uh, see, this is where I forget your naivety. Uh, Phantom was actually a camera that was produced long before oh, DJI oh, rolled yes. out. Yes, okay. Now yes. I see where you're going. The oh, one that shoots oh. like 4,000 frames per second or mm-hmm. whatever. Yes, yeah, Steve. See, this guy has an education. All right, Mr. Video Man over there with your fancy schmancy Ball State video degree. Was that meant as a cut down? Because I just want you to know that at Ball State, we rise above those cut downs because we fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We were supposed to we talk about that. We fly, Dustin. What do you think about that, Steve? That we mm. fly. We so fly, Dustin. Have you seen Ball State grads on the dance floor? We fly. Mm. How much of that uh, catchphrase or motto, how much of that run your alma mater? <laughs> One point, was it two? Million? Now she want a photo. You already know, though. You only live once. That's the motto. YOLO. It's been a good talking to you, Steve. And we bout it every day, every day, every All day. All right, Steve. I'll talk to you later, bud. Love you. Bye. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just say love you, bye. That's, that's my play. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with your hosts, Dustin and Steve. You can find us on Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover and on Twitter at WedPick Hangover because Twitter limits the number of characters in your username. And last but not least, you can find us on the Facebooks at Wedding Photo Hangover. If you want to follow Dustin or Steve individually, you can follow Dustin on Instagram at, at Dustin underscore. Score McKibben. Boom, boom, boom. And you can find Steve at Steven Van Elk. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being is aching for the sweet aching embrace sweet. of death. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot another, another wedding. Another wedding. Did you did you ever get around to starting Stranger Things? Nope. Nope. Still catching up on editing and I talked to someone else and they said Stranger Things is not a show meant for editing. Like you have oh, to no, it's kind not. of be paying attention. That'd be like watching Westworld while you edit. You, you mm. got to pay attention. You got to focus up, focus down, buckle down. Westworld I can get away with. No, you couldn't. Um, Gosh. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. Explain Westworld to me. Uh, a, I already, we've talked Westworld. It's a post, um, show. I'm so frustrated right now. We're going to move on from this. Speaking of Stranger Things, uh, our, our sibling podcast, uh, spoilers, the mm-hmm. movie, movie spoilers podcast. Um, they are going to be doing a episode on Stranger Things season two real soon. Ooh. Are we invited in? Do I need to start binging? What? Wait, are what? we invited in? No, we're not invited to- in. Well, I think they already recorded it. They just haven't dropped it yet, but I'm not 100% certain about that. If you guys listen to Spoilers, that podcast, uh, that's my brother-in-law's podcast. And if you hear them mention Steve the Intern on there, hashtag Steve Van Elk, that's me, you know? They call you Steve the Intern? So try to get that trending. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get my name trending on the on the Twitter. So we got to make that As happen. Steve the Intern? No, hashtag Steve Van Elk. That's what they want to trend. And I support that 100%. Just silliness. Dustin, can I tell you about something that's been really frustrating me? Now that the show is technically nope. over and this has nothing to do with the show? No, not really. So I was taking a walk with Nora tonight, trying to get her to sleep through my neighborhood. Are you familiar with the uh, projector laser things that project like red and green stuff on people's houses? Yes, they're called Christmas lights. No, no. Christmas lights are things you hang on your house. These are like projectors you stake into your front yard and they project light onto your house. Depends on how you define it, Steve. So I would take the philosopher's approach and say, if you would say Christmas lights are Christmas colored lights on one's house, the definition of how the lights should appear on said house is really up to the interpretation of the homeowner. Well... That doesn't live up to what you're saying because the physical lights are in the yard, not on the house in this situation. They're projectors. Yeah, projecting light. They're projecting an image. 
projecting the and image. And how is the light. image created, Steve? Using uh, damn it, light. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> we're, I'm talking physical lights. You're talking light, light beams and light rays. Mm-hmm. That's like Would saying say physical that that sunlight light? on the house is around Christmas time a Christmas light because the physical light from the sun is hitting the house, the wavelengths. No, because you're defining Christmas lights as the colors Gosh, of Christmas. No, I, I'm not. What? I wasn't defining it that way. I'm so angry. <laughs> you can have white Christmas lights. You can have blue and orange. I just see this remote control called Steven, and I'm just pushing those buttons. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so while I was walking around my neighborhood. See, it's easier for you to make fun of me, but it's I prefer the other approach with you, which is just to infuriate you. So while I was walking around the neighborhood, I noticed something. Several of the houses I walked by had their projectors set up incorrectly. So it was like half on their house and then half on the side of their neighbor's house. In some cases, going through their neighbor's windows. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like that could just be their way of saying like, hey, neighbor, why don't you put up some Christmas lights? So I'm going to put some of my visual diarrhea on the side of your house. Visual diarrhea is a good, good way to describe it. It was so ugly. The other thing I noticed was a few people were parking their cars, not in their garages, but in their driveways. And they literally had the projectors set up to shoot onto the car once it was parked in front of it. Yeah, people uh, like these projector things. I know several people who have bought them. Me not being one of them. But projecting onto your car. Ugh. There's well, nothing more. Steve, you live in a pretty high end neighborhood, so people really go all out with these projectors. You said that's a high-end thing? (laughs) (laughs) Us lowbrow folk over here in Fort Wayne, uh, we go the old traditional light-strung route, you know, out on the house, rooftop, you know, the whole Christmas, you know, thing. The the beautiful way. The way that you didn't just spend $19 to try to get a projector to put flashes of light all over your house that may or may not move. Oh, my gosh. One of them that I saw, Dustin... They had the still lights, and then there was like two, just two, like one red and one grew, green. Grew. grew? It grew green? Hulk! Hulk! There was a red light and a green light moving through the still lights. It was the creepiest thing I ever saw. Because when I see like everything's still, and then just like two things are moving, I'm like, those two light beams aren't like the rest. They're sentient. They're alive. And they're probably going to murder me. Or, I mean, they're light beams. Probably eye-rape me. Do you do you guys put out lights? We're debating doing it this year for the first time ever because Ian loves it so much. And Nora loves it as well, we have found. We bought her a front-facing car seat on Black Friday. And uh, oh. the car seat, we I installed it the other day. And I was driving around the neighborhood at night. And she just, every time I drove past a house with Christmas lights, would go, whoa. Is she big enough yet for a front-facing Yes, she is. It's a uh, weight. It's all about weight. I know. Trust me. I know all about it because your daughter's big enough. I've been dying to put Charlie front facing, but Corinne keeps saying it. it's not till she's forty five pounds. No, that's not correct. Well, that's what it is for the one we own. Uh, they can be rear facing until they're forty five pounds, but the front facing car seats usually are like twenty to sixty five pounds. What? All right, I gotta look into this. L- because look at your front facing what- thing. Uh, it's just, it's a lot safer to be rear facing, but we were getting to the point where Nora was screaming every time we put her in the car. So we just had to switch her. Yeah. My, we were on vacation this summer and the seat she had to ride in was only front facing Mm -hmm. and, uh, she freaking loved it. Loved being able to see the people in the car and being able to see where we're going. And as soon as you put her in rear facing again, she probably freaked out. Oh yeah. And so ever since I saw that delight in her eyes and then see that delight die, I want to give that back to her. This has been parent talk. Yeah, <laughs> right. Welcome to the parent zone. So uh, we don't put out Christmas lights and my wife like desperately wants us to. She's like all about that Christmas diarrhea. Dude, you got to do it. And so I always just tr- try to tell her that, you know, I I don't want to offend anyone on our street that might be Jewish, Muslim, you know, whatever. Because I don't want to impose my religious beliefs on them. So that's always my defense. 
And we have lost Stephen Van Elk. He has fallen out of his chair in a drunken stupor. And I think that's going to be it for tonight's podcast. I hope you guys had a good one. And we will see you next week. There's pills for it, Steve, but it doesn't ever go away.